2: Do you want to gut a classic? Do you want to gut a kid's film? Hey everybody, Kevin Goatee here. Whoa, time for another brand new Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast. This week, we've got someone who's gonna annoy your kid to no when because this person hates Frozen. Damn Zimborski thinks Frozen is just garbage. Joining me, oh, you know him, you kind of like him, especially after his thoughts on Jaws. Delvin Cox, my buddy, sits in the old co-host chair, and we're going to decide, as I'll be Elsa and he can be Anna, on if damn Zaborski is just a cold, heartless being by attacking Frozen. Let's find out. Yeah. That woman deserves her revenge, and we deserve to die. Special guest, Fluffer to the Stars, Delvin Cox. How goes it, buddy? This I'm doing good,
1: buddy. I'm doing good. This is hard because it's, it, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my, my gut feeling. It's Kill Bill Part One. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is right. He nailed it.
2: it yes, is Kill Bill. <laughs> Kill Bill. I wow. was trying to figure
1: out whether Part One or Part Two.
2: I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know if it was one or two, but I'll just I I'll accept to kill Bill. I'm not going to, that's one whole fine. Congratulations. You got it. Uh You usually stink at these things, but your- <laughs> Kevin Goatee, Delvin Cox joined by Dan Zimborski's Dan's maiden voyage on this fun filled trip of nonsense. Dan, how the hell are you? What's going on? It's I'm doing well, and it was Kill Bill volume
3: one. It was at the end of the movie when they were discussing what Uma Thurman's character was up to. I remember that
2: we are here because Dan is going to piss off everyone's daughter under the age of 12. This bullseye smack right dab on those poor girls hearts as they dressed up as princesses ran through Disney World, my daughters included. As he has decided to try and take out 2013's Frozen. Oh, a box office budget of 2013 of $150 million bucks, A box office haul of $401 million. Turn that into 2023 money. $195 million budget. $523 million haul. Over half. A billion dollars. That, Delvin, is a lot of strap-ons for you. (laughs) Indeed it is, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk stats. IMDb, folks, 1 through 10 with decimal points. I go to the guest first. Dan Zamborski, what do you think Frozen got on the old IMDb, 1 through 10 with decimal points?
3: Let's see. The internet doesn't hate it, so I don't think it was had a downvote spree. I will say eight point
2: 2. two.
1: Delvin Cox. I'm gonna say eight point nine because this is before the era of people started downvoting movies because women were in them. So yeah, is this like Seven. the? Is this like the? Is this like the Price Is Right? Can
3: I go? Can I say one? Can someone say one? And then it's like, if it's under, they get
2: the whole thing. That's well. If you want to be, if you want to be a douchebag about it, you can. But you're yeah. up. The answer is 7.4. So Dan wins that one. Oh, I was shocked. It was that low as well, fellas. Let's go to the critics. Rotten Tomatoes, as we know, one through 100. My friend Delvin Cox, what did the critics give this film? 89. Damn Zimborski. I I, I
3: seem to recall it was not unanimously positive, but it was quite positive. I'm not. Quite as optimistic. Besides, I need to have some room so I can be correct. I'm going to say 78
2: Ninety Delvin Ooh, Cox whoa. winning two showcases. Nice job. Back to you, Dan. Audience score for frozen Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's that's got to be really high. That's got to be like 98. Ninety eight Delvin Cox. Not much room for error on that one. If that's uh, the way you're going to go, I'm going to say 92. I want to say Delvin Cox is closest, but eighty-five is the number. Surprisingly, oh, oh surprisingly, yeah, oh, that is much lower than I would have expected. Much lower than I would have expected as well, fellas. Let's go with the quotes. Let it go. That's it. That's all the quotes yeah, I have. That, for this that's number. literally the no, quote is not quotable <laughs> one bit. I, I think Cox. you should have oh, to sing. No, no, that's Delvin Cox is going to sing his his notes. He's going to do his own version
1: of "Let It Go." Period. I, I, I remember one now, just because you said, because I didn't have anything. I was like, I don't don't remember. I got one. Okay. Do you want to build a snowman? That was the other one. I was gonna write down.
2: (laughs) I I almost forgot about it. Yeah. Is is Dan gonna come up with "Love Is an Open Door"? I'm not gonna sing because that's. I don't really. I don't really
3: have a falsetto. I do. I do appreciate songs that the title of it is the same as the first line, so you know
2: where to start the song. Sure. (laughs) That's a good point. Any quotes from you, sir, from this film? Uh, Ah. I'm trying.
3: I don't know. I, I think that the most quotable things are the songs. And that's kind of the
2: problem we'll get into about it. All uh, right, we'll get into it as right. Let's go to five fun facts in original drafts. Elsa was meant to be the villain. Early sketches show her blue skin and black hair looking very scary. She also wasn't meant uh, to be Anna's sister, but an evil ice queen who cursed the kingdom. But over the years, Disney realized they wanted a film about sim- siblings and family love, and Frozen was born. This film has been around for a long time in the making. Walt Disney wanted to make this film back in the 30s. Did you, I, I was shocked to know that. Huh. I also did not know this was a story beforehand. The story never felt right until it was put aside until the 90s when Disney tried again to get the project off the ground, and again in 2000. It wasn't until 08 that the story finally started coming together and Frozen was born. I did not know that. That's an interesting fact. That's why they're called Fun Facts. Number three, it's Disney's first animated feature to be directed by a woman. Jennifer Lee, the direct co-director, wanted to make a film about female friendship and sisterhood instead of pitting them against each other to win the prince, as often happens in fairy tales. Also, Olaf went from being a villainous sidekick to Elsa into Anna's Comic relief sidekick. That's okay. all that warrants. A... <laughs> I'm gonna say something, but I'm not gonna play my hand yet. <laughs> it's like you're reading the diner menu and you see the soups of the day. You're like, hmm, like, yeah, eh. not really <laughs> yeah. impressed. Number four. Naturally, Adina Menzel showed up to perform Let It Go at the Grammys. John in, John Travolta introduced her, or at least that was the plan. Inexplicably, John Travolta had no idea what Medina Menzel's name was and presented to her as Adele DeZim. This, to me, showed the world that John Travolta was high on in some indigo strain of uh, weed, stage one of dementia, or possibly becoming coming on stage right beforehand. Some intern gave his uh, J- gave John Travolta's B hole, a good luck smooch and got him all flustered.
1: Yeah. I thought he was having a stroke. I legit thought he was having a stroke. But yeah. was- Number
2: five, this is going to be a guessing game. This film took blank amount of people, blank amount of years or blank uh, and blank amount of hours to complete. So blank amount of people, blank amount of years and blank amount number of hours to complete. Dan, three numbers from you. Oh, Lord. Uh, I'm going to say 223 people. Oh, very specific.
3: They took four years. Okay. And I need how many hours?
2: How many hours to complete this film? Let's see.
3: 42,000.
1: Let's okay. say oh, 3 million. Okay. Delvin Cox. Shit, I was going to say four years. So I'll say three years. Okay. How many people? Uh, I was gonna say two hundred people too. So I'll, I will go three hundred and fifty.
2: Okay, and then how many uh, how many hours you complete? <sighs>
1: he said a million. He said three million. Three million. I feel like I should go way under. Okay, I'll say five hundred thousand. Okay,
2: you guys are way off on the people, the years, but. One of you is de- exactly on for the number of hours. This film took 600 people to oh. create two and a half years and three million hours to complete. D- wow! Dan smack on the nose with that I, one. I clearly work my staff a lot harder than they did because <laughs> I had my 200
3: people working all those hours. It took them 600 people to work all those hours. So is that I'm, insane I'm, or I'm what? terrible?
2: Now, let's see what the fans, as we call them the herd, want to know about why Dan hates this film in Ask a Uh, Gutter. 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 I love when you jump in, Delvin. You know that. At Almighty Ray, our buddy Ray Stekanis over at the Who Would Win podcast, who also crowns me superior judge far above Delvin Cox. He... (laughs) <laughs> he asked, "Frozen, no bleeping way! One of the most tolerable musical kids movies out there. The sequel is shockingly great too." Question: Favorite Xmas holiday TV special from when you were a kid?
1: That's a great question.
2: Raise God got good ones. That's well,
3: where you I like the one there. with the Snow Miser and the Heat Miser. I'm Mister Heat Miser. I'm Mister. About- Santa Claus coming to town. Is that the one? Yeah, I I think that is. All all those things just kind of mush into my head together. After I think that's the years. one. Yeah. I, Although I, I was that Rankin that Bass that did those? I that think? is correct.
2: Wow, I couldn't have put that together in four years.
1: <laughs> I remember all the, those movies. I, that, that was my thing when I was a kid. I used to love those movies. Okay. Tell I was like favorite. the one where Team. Frosty was going to melt and they had to light fireworks.
3: Uh, I don't remember that storyline very well. It was like the sequel that was darker, I think. Yes, that's just my
2: childhood memory of it. Yes. No one with a Star Wars Christmas yet? I'm shocked. (laughs) What a piece of dog shit. It was was. terrible.
1: Mine's is a Charlie Brown Christmas. I love Charlie Brown. That was my thing when I was a kid. I even have like the little, they have like this little toy statue that has like the, the Christmas ornaments and stuff on it and things like that of Charlie Brown and you press the button, and it plays like the Charlie Brown theme.
2: It's great. Yeah, that's the only good thing about Charlie Brown is the theme. Charlie Brown the cartoon stinks. It's yeah. dumb. It's awful. It's one of the – I have no idea how Peanuts became so beloved, maybe because of the stuff, Daniels. You can't tell me you watched that or read that cartoon and laughed. You no. can't tell me that.
1: I've only enjoyed – in terms of the cartoons, I only enjoyed the specials, the Charlie Brown Christmas, the Halloween one. Thanksgiving one and stuff like that. But in terms of like peanuts in general, it's not really great. The only time
2: I appreciate that was when Schroeder starts playing the theme and everyone starts dancing like a bunch of mongoloids on, yes, ro- on roller skates. Otherwise the show was unwatchable. Duh. That is okay. That's Ray's question. So I don't know why I decided to editorialize, but you know, that's the <laughs> podcast at Dave Quist from the blockbuster mentality podcast. Love those dudes. Is love really an open door or is that just for swingers? And sluts. Oh. Delvin editorializing now.
1: <laughs> is, I, think
3: I think it's one of those things that it sounds like it's profound, but it really isn't. It doesn't actually say anything.
1: Right. No, it doesn't.
2: Okay. At bango tooth I'm oh, sorry. So I wrote back, is there an upside down pineapple nearby? That's about the swingers there. At Bango2331, three, three, how long until we make singing Let It Go a capital offense? Hopefully soon.
3: No, I'm 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 for that. That's I would never sing it. I would never do that to someone. I can't. I can barely sing like you know children's songs. It's 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 terrible. Uh, do you have kids? I do not. I do have nephews. Uh, they're not really at frozen age yet. They're at an age where they're watching this cartoon about uh, a garbage truck and a raccoon, uh, which was not around when I was a kid. A garbage truck and a raccoon. So if
2: raccoon. you were singing this song, Dan, I would assume that you're one of those creeps that should be immediately tasered after setting foot in Disney World because you probably have 75 pins in a Mr. T formation around your neck. <laughs> and one of those yeah. weird adults who love Disney so much without kids, I immediately put you on a watch list and assume you've appeared at one point on the Catch a Predator. So yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I, I try to stay away from those, those pedophile situations because... Yeah. I'm kind of a, you know, a doughy, middle-aged white guy who is yes. mostly
1: alone, who works yes. on the Internet and does computer stuff. And when you go near the pedophile situations, they kind of consider you a pedophile. Hey, Chris <laughs> Hansen, to...
2: Chris Hansen, are you listening to this guy? Let's come get him right now. Get, <laughs> get the zip ties ready and the, uh, and the bean bag to shoot him down in case he starts running serpentine style. You know how this looks, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Not good. Bango 231 replies to his own threat, if they're old enough to sing, they're old enough to face the consequences. At Dave Hodge, he wants to know you addressed the Elsa Jean backstory. Does anyone know what that means? No.
1: I am a straight man.
2: <laughs> Elsa Jean worked at a grocery store and a Starbucks prior to her beginning her career in the adult entertainment strip industry as a stripper in D.C. It was during her work as a stripper she received the name Elsa after the Disney princess And let's take a look. Wow. Different universes.
3: So she's not part of the frozen cinematic universe then.
2: Actually, no. She looks too kid. She looks too childish for me. I'm sorry. I can't. Uh, Yeah. I can't co-sign on that. Yeah. I I had to zoom in on the face. I go, oof. She doesn't. She looks way too young and uh, not, not that cute.
1: I will not be looking there,
2: <laughs> although she graduated from high school at 16. So she's doing some Doogie shit, But instead of going to med school, she's getting DP. That's so, the difference. Doogie Howser for dicks.
3: <laughs> it's it's just kind of weird to name porn stars after Disney characters. Like you would never see a male porn star
2: be going. I'm Pinocchio. I would drop my pants and say, this is Jafar. Come at it. ladies." <laughs> right. Next. Hey, listen, fellas, that's going to close. Ask a gutter. No one listens to the end of podcasts, right? Of course not. That's where the plugs are. So we put the plugs in the beginning. Dam Zimborski, what are you up to? Where can we find you? What do you want to share with this fine audience of ours?
3: Well, you can find me at Fangraphs occasionally still at espn.com, and on Twitter at the Zimborski. When Twitter is actually working, which it kind of isn't at the moment.
2: Yeah. That is true. Delvin Cox, what are you up to?
1: You can find me on Twitter when it works. Delvin <laughs> Cox. Check out the Delvin Cox Experience, anywhere you get podcasts, and check out play some video games. If you want to play, hear about some nerdy video game shit. Delvin, help me help me
2: welcome Dan to do what he came here to do. It's not talk about video games, it's to God the, the Sacred, sacred Cow. cow. Love it, Dan. Your
3: Honor, Your Honor. Law is all yours. <laughs> okay, my my opening argument. Well, first, let me get out of the way that my complaints about the movie are not about the music itself. Uh, you, a music can make a good movie better, but music can't make a bad movie good. There are a lot of bad movies with great uh, soundtracks, great scores out there. So this is is, is not one of them. This one. For me, the main and the first point I make is that on a fundamental level, nothing actually really happens in the movie with the main characters. Most of the movie is just spent with Anna wandering around just kind of aimlessly. And Elsa just being very sad about things. Hans is the only one who really moves the plot. So it's never really about the protagonists of the movie. It's almost Hans's movie, but then they don't really focus on him enough. Fair. That's a fair point. Point two. When things do happen, there's not much in the way of real consequences. Everyone is happy at the end. The queen, she caused this super winter and... It was all forgiven. The bad guy of the movie who admitted his plan was to, at some point, murder someone. he His punishment was to get sent home, which <laughs> seems a little light. I can understand Disney not going with the whole drawn and quartered thing. That would be kind of a little graphic, but not jail or community service. Uh, and on a fundamental level. At times, it seems like Hans is the better leader of Arendelle than either of these two, because Anna just wanders off. Elsa is does not seem to be connected with the governance of the kingdom in any way. While Hans, when the queen did something bad and from his point of view, he had no basis for knowing exactly what happened, that from their point of view, Elsa was a monster. He's the one who kind of got everyone together, got the Duke of Wesselton together. The people were behind him. That's kind of what leadership is. Now, he kind of the murder thing is not quite as good. Uh, and on a fundamental level, I think the the growth that the characters faced, is, it, it wasn't really that meaningful. Anna's learned not to fall in love in a day. It took her two or three days Didn't to she? fall in love. <laughs> See, first yeah. she fell in love. Did with she learn that? <laughs> She, she, she learned that, but then she learned that love is something you have to get over a couple days with Kristoff. With so, you know, two or three days, that's when you find true love. And Elsa, they they during the whole m- movie, they play up this idea that Elsa needed to learn to trust Anna and let her in. But that never really happened. Elsa kind of solved everything by loving Anna. But there was never a question of that at the start of the movie. It wasn't what they set up. It wasn't the thesis they set up. She just kind of, oh, I love you. She, they, she cured her sister. And then the movie just kind of ends at that point. But we always knew that she loved her sister, that there were significant problems. Right. Uh, but, uh, another issue I have with the movie, it's a movie called Frozen. Frozen. And her freezing powers are a key part of the plot. It's what drives the plot forward, since the characters themselves don't really do that. But the powers are almost Marvel movie in how confusing and inconsistent they are. She's unable to control her powers completely. Then after a, a after years of this struggle, she wanders off into the mountains. And in a couple hours, she she realizes that she doesn't need responsibility and she she builds a castle and a fancy dress and a whole little kingdom and a snow monster and she creepily makes a necromancy snowman she didn't have any problem doing that and then all of a sudden she didn't know how to control her powers which doesn't make sense it was They dialed her up and down depending on what was needed for the plot. And I hate when movies do that. It just Mm -hmm. kind of drives me nuts because it doesn't seem to be a logical part of the world itself. Uh, And really, even the background to it doesn't make that much sense because Elsa injured Anna when they were young. And if one of your kids is dangerous to another kid, you probably should be aware of it and let them know about it. And it's like, she's very dangerous to you, but we won't tell you about it. (laughs) We won't try to teach her how to use it in any way. We'll just have her emotionally bottle it up and hope nothing bad happens. And that's kind of what they did. And so in the end, it was it was a good musical, but it wasn't really a good movie behind it. Uh, And I think Disney's done a lot a lot better with similar types of journey type movies. Uh, Moana Tangled. Those were movies that had protagonists that moved the plot, but here the powers moved the plot and the powers just were not that great. So that's why I think it was it was a good watch, but not a good movie
0: I
2: was one of the few people that I didn't I couldn't get through Tangled. And I I'm all about Pixar, Disney stuff. I mean, as an adult, as normal adults would. <laughs> I didn't like Tangled at all, man. I brave Tangled, I tapped out of. I just I, I just don't care. Moana didn't grab me either for some reason, too. But those other ones, people were like, oh, it's so great. I got I just it didn't grab me. Uh Dan, give me a number one to ten on Frozen here, buddy. I will say a five. Okay. I don't think it's the
3: worst movie. I've seen worse movies and we can talk about worse movies that aren't beloved. But just compared that the the, the cultural place it has, I think it's kind of just disappointing as a movie it just doesn't really just doesn't fall
2: together. Well, OK, all good points like what I hear Delvin Cox better up. All right, let's get to it. I've written a lot of notes you have finally. I, ten episodes or whatever it is on this, <laughs> Ten appearances This guy mails it in I'm just kidding I love you You know that
1: <laughs> I love you too, buddy I gotta say Kevin knows this And we both share this same bond We both hate musicals <laughs> With a passion <laughs> So when Kevin told me this I was excited and trepidation Because <laughs> I never I never saw Frozen before I'm one of the people who never Wait, 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 wait. It. You've got kids, goddammit Yeah, I have a daughter And uh-huh. she had no interest in it at least wow. i thought okay. i thought she didn't have any interest in it so i can tell this story so sunday afternoon i'm sitting down watching frozen by myself like a weirdo she walks in she's like are you watching frozen <laughs>
2: how's your daughter
1: she's now 15.
2: okay she, she's past it but when it came out though she was right in the uh in the wheel
1: exactly she was in the wheelhouse when it came out so i'm like yeah i'm watching frozen from, from my buddy's podcast and then she's like, got in the same crowd because she knows the podcast. Like, I like, yeah, we're going to go this week. So, I you love know your daughter. <laughs> so she sat down with me and she's like, I kind of want to know what you think about it. And I'm like, this is very interesting that she just sat down. She didn't say anything. She just sat down next to me and quietly watched to she see my response. And look at the notes I wrote. And these are the notes I wrote for First and foremost, Elsa and Anna have terrible parents. Yep. Yes, they, they just yeah. awful parents. They realized they birthed the equivalent of Iceman, a, a fucking X-Man.
2: <laughs> and oh, son fucking- of a bitch. It's right. I got that in here. Oh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. and, and their response to that was like, lock this bitch up. <laughs> like, we're not going to show her how to hone her powers. We're not going to show her how to use them wisely. We're not going to do anything with this. We're going to keep her away from everybody because fuck that shit. We don't have time to do that. That's that's first and foremost. Secondly, okay, let's go back to the whole thing with Elsa accidentally hitting Anna with the powers. So that, the solution to saving Anna was to take her to fucking treasure troves.
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> like, hey, let's go to these treasure troves and let's figure, let them figure it out. Right. And they were like, oh, it's a good thing that she got grazed in the head because she'd have got hit in the heart. She definitely would have died. Like. How the fuck do you know? Is this a thing that regularly happens? Do y'all just have mutants in this world that just shoot people with ice in the head?
2: I, I, I talk about it in my notes, so I'll get to that. So I'm not going to elaborate <laughs> here.
1: Yeah, it, 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 it was just so, so many things that I kind of found within the whole thing. Like you mentioned earlier, the fact that they were like, we're not going to tell her anything about these powers. We're not going to train her. We're not going to tell Anna why her sister cannot be near her for like five years. They're just like separated from each other for like five years. I think it when she when Elsa here's another point. Elsa becomes the queen. If you are so scared of her powers, why did you like why did you decide to let her become the queen? Why right. is it I think like, like why don't you just tell, like, this, hey, when Anna gets old enough, let her be the queen if something happens to us? Not Elsa, because of you don't have to tell the powers if you want to keep it hitting, but. X, Y, Z reasons. Because of, because of reasons, Anna, Elsa should not be queen. The community would kind of understand that. But no, they, they they like her? No, I guess El, Elsa... Elsa can't be around nobody else, but she can surely run this goddamn town with no problem. Like, that's a weird thing. And then, so let's, let's get to Anna, the Anna part. So I'm trying to understand this. Was Anna, like, trapped in a, a mausoleum her whole life? <laughs> or, or was she just a hoe or a Mormon? Because... The oh, first thing oh. she meets, she immediately oh. wants to marry after one dance. After doing the motherfucker for 30 minutes. She's like, oh, well, if she this? was tra- if she was trapped that long, too.
2: I heard loins are bursting. I don't know how old <laughs> she is, but I mean, she's got to be a teenager. You have to assume. Right. So those those hormones are raging. I mean, we've seen a lot more younger women in in naughty movies doing a lot worse.
1: That is true. But th- this is the thing. And see, at first I thought, OK, maybe they just keep her isolated from everybody in the world like that's weird but okay later in the movie Hans this, the, the so great guy mentions I originally tried to get with Elsa but she was too cold oh, she puns. was such a cold person so that makes me believe that he was around there before that's not her first time seeing him because yeah. this whole mastermind plan which was stupid as fuck by the way his plan was dumb as shit was I'm going to get close. I'm gonna make Anna fall in love with me within 30 minutes so she can marry me. <laughs> and then when she when we get married immediately, we're gonna figure out a way to kill Elsa so I can become the king. There are several <laughs> things wrong with this plan. Including the fact that there are several points in this movie when he's pretending to be the good guy, Elsa could have easily been killed and he chose not to. Yeah. When they get when they get to the castle part. And they capture her and the guys were sitting there to kill her he could have had her killed there and he could tell her, hey well your sister's dead i don't want to tell you but we'll, we have to run the kingdom now that have been there there was a part where they were going to shoot her her with um a bow and arrow and he stopped him and then he just gets to this one point in the movie where he does this fucking winter soldier ha! i am the evil bad guy <laughs> moving like what the fuck are you talking about and, and it's in this, it's this, this weird scene where where she's like okay a little fast forward through my notes. It was weird scene where Anna gets hurt and she has her heart's frozen. Oh my god, she she needs help. We have to get her to her true love. She's been sitting with this motherfucker Finn the whole movie and falling in love with him. Clearly, they had the, the the gnomes or the treasure trove motherfuckers saying, "Hey, you guys should be together." Then right after that scene, they're like, "Oh, we gotta find her true love. Let's go find the motherfucker she was with for thirty minutes and take her back to him." So they 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 trek all the way back to him he gets to the point where he's getting ready to kiss her and he's like nah this was all a trap <laughs>
2: yeah i got
1: you bitch I'm like what the fuck are you talking about this, the plan is not finished You should at least it's like hey let's get married get somebody to get married first and then we can then i can say that but no he's like oh, i got you bitch i i got you my plan is in motion i'm going to take over this kingdom i tried to get your system but it didn't work so here we go and then he didn't she apparently like he thinks she's dead he goes out and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Anna just died. But before she died, we totally got <laughs> married. And they believed it. <laughs> he just walked, he walked out yeah. the room. Anna's wow. dead. <laughs> Anna's dead. But before she died, like sex before we died, we got married. Uh-huh. So everything's good here. I'm the new king. Nothing to worry about, everybody. Yeah, these this townspeople are, are a bunch of
2: dumb dums. Like no proclamation. He could at least prop her up like a like like weekend at Bernie's kind of thing, like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. And and going back to the stupid ass town people, right? Let's go back to the beginning of the movie, a little bit early in the movie. I will never understand the concept of someone in your group finding out this person has superpowers and everybody like, "Let's get pitchforks to take this person out." Yeah. Cuz they're a monster. Like, you just saw this motherfucker turn a whole area into ice. What the fuck do you think your pitchforks are gonna do? (laughs) 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 Yeah,
2: tiki torches are not. Well, I guess against her they would work, but you're right. Pitchforks in general,
1: like what are you stabbing
2: objects? This is not the T1000, your kids. These are
1: (laughs) (laughs) what is? What are you gonna do? The whole and the whole thing that kind of baffled about the whole situation is she's the fucking queen. No one is loyal to the queen. No one said, "Hey, let's not." Try to run the queen out of here. Let's figure out what's going on first. Why the parents didn't set anything up in place so people can be ready for this situation? It's just such a baffling, weird thing that happened. And I'm like, this makes no sense whatsoever. Now, if you haven't noticed, I didn't mention Olaf because I don't give a fuck about Olaf (laughs) (laughs) whatsoever. Not in the least bit. This is like, it's literally like they just added him in the movie. Like, hey, maybe we need a character to be funny and cool. But for kids to like, here's Olaf. Oh, he's so cool. He's he's terrible. Gotta
2: sell McDonald's toys, kids. Let's make a goofy-ass snowman.
1: Exactly. And okay, another part of this movie I want to talk about that drove me crazy. Anna's doing this whole thing where her quest is to get to where Elsa's at, right? Right. So because she thinks Elsa would never hurt her, and her whole idea is like get Elsa to come home and stop the winter from happening. And the whole thing Elsa was always saying that the whole thing why Elsa's running away is to not hurt Anna, correct? Correct. So yep. why when they get, when Elsa and Anna get together, her first instance is to build a fucking monster that tried to kill Anna. Because maybe she, she is did. the antagonist. Maybe yeah. that
3: the, is the problem that you're talking about in the early scripts. She was the antagonist.
1: Maybe she still was. It makes no sense. She's like, get away from me. No, but I love you. Here's this monster to get you out of it. The monster tries to kill him. I'm like, what the fuck are you
2: doing? Well, listen, maybe she was on the period. You know how women put up a wall when they're on their period? Maybe that was the case. Am I yeah. right, guys? Am I right?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: It, it's so many things about this movie that kind of drive me crazy the whole thing about the heart oh she got Anna touched her Elsa touched Anna again and this time it's her heart we have to go she has to go t- kiss her true love and then you have to whole, build up this whole thing and then the movie makes it seem like it's gonna be spinning and then at the end the true love is really sisterhood oh my god this is fucking <laughs> this is so fucking stupid.
2: as in the traveling pants of the ya-ya
1: sisterhood yes, exactly it's just this movie to me feels like a movie
2: what well, is. is you're right about that
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that was just built around a bunch of songs and they added plot to make the songs match together and it's just like it's like ah this isn't great like hey this the movie starts up do you want to build a soul man and they sing the song and it's they like let's just film a scene to make this make this match and then Elsa walks out, and she's just randomly like, you know what? Let it snow. And they're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I want to see the
2: just... song. Where I see the song where Anna's trying to court the guy. She goes, "Do you want to get a BJ?" Like for somebody, she's <laughs> she's all horned up, like, "Do you want to try some butt sex?" Like that's a, that's <laughs> the real story and we need to see, right? That's,
1: that's no. the real story. That maybe that's the to touch on the thing that was mentioned earlier. We get to the ending scene. These motherfuckers tried to kill the queen, and they're like, "All right, you can go to jail." <laughs> the other guy, you go back to your country. Like, the fuck <laughs> is this? The fuck is that about? <laughs> this is like a weird, like a weird ending to the scene. It felt like they ran out of money, and they're like, "All right, let's just end this film." And that's kind of how I felt watching this. Let's just end this, please. <laughs> so, to close myself out, I said, after the movie's over with, I look at my daughter. And I say, I don't. this movie's dumb as fuck. <laughs> and if I realized you were watching this as a child, I would have turned this off. Because I feel like this movie would have made you a lot dumber. And then she, she would have like, said, Daddy, do you, do you want me to go to Difus?" <laughs> and then to my surprise, she said she never liked the movie. She didn't like it. She found it was dumb. and The whole plot was ridiculous. And this was her as a kid. She didn't like it. Because her mom tried to make her watch it. I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to watch it anymore. But th- this movie, to me, is... See, this is the thing. Disney movies for a long time had this magical thing where it could appeal to kids as well as adults. Like the, the best Disney movies, whether it's Aladdin, The Lion King, The Little Mermaid, Toy Story, as Kevin mentioned earlier, they kind of appeal to everybody because they have that little magic into it. This movie doesn't have that. It's a movie for very young kids, and the plot is very, very, very dumb. Like anybody with a working brain who's who's watching this film like, this is terrible. You really have to turn turn your brain off to enjoy this film. And I couldn't turn my brain off. I thought this was dumb. I thought it was boring. I didn't find it entertaining. I didn't like most of the songs. I think the songs I knew were the songs that everybody kept playing on the radio and stuff like that. But otherwise, I'm like, this is just, it's junk food. It's not even good junk food. It's like fucking Peeps. Peeps. Peeps are trash. I am hundred percent with you. They are
2: horrible. Oh, that's the worst Easter candy you could. Uh, Delvin, one to ten score, please. Four. Four. I got a five. I got a four. I didn't plug myself. Kevangotee.com, of course, but more importantly, guttingthesacredcow.com, cow guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com. And for the love of Christ, leave us that five star rating, two or three sentence review. You know what, Delvin, throw it with five fingers. That helps the algorithm. And please, whatever you see our social media posts on TikTok, on Instagram, on Twitter, it does help. Just give a click that simple little heart. If you see it, you like it, just click it, which you will like it because we put up top notch content here, obviously.
1: Right. Yes, right. I agree. Look, hey, I'm just gonna say it like this. I know Twitter's limited right now. We can only look at so <laughs> many, so many, so many <laughs> posts. Gutting <laughs> the sacred cow. One of those posts. <laughs> yeah, favorite it. So the
2: notifications on, and we're also on YouTube. It helps algorithm and all that. And of course, guttingthesacredcow.com. You can buy a shirt, hat, mug, whatever you want to buy, coffee mug to support your favorite movie podcast, the best podcast about films bar none. And that's that. Notes. Explain to me why they have to cut ice when they live damn near on a glacier. (laughs) It's all right there, guys. It's all right there. I like when Elsa gets out of sick. The parents say, I know we have to go. Yeah, to a doctor, not to a bunch of trolls, you Christian (laughs) science freaks you. Yeah, so let's make Elsa an X-Men knockoff because she can't touch anyone. The only person missing here is Scott Summers as Kristoff. Damn you, Delvin, for stealing that line. (laughs) A Disney film but no black people in Arendelle. I bet their basketball team sure sucks shit, but they're probably number one in hockey, croquet, and square dancing. (laughs) I'd rather attend Queen Elsa's coronation than that slack-jawed Down syndrome inbred Prince Charles coronation. At least Queen Elsa is a lot more attractive than that fetal alcohol syndrome bulldog Camilla Parker Bowles. Guys, I'm to agree with this. Stop paying do. attention to the royal family. <laughs> no one cares. I agree with that 100%. No
1: oh, one gives a absolute oh my-,
3: oh, my mom, uh she 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 actually recorded Princess Di's funeral and watched it like several times. And Whoa. There's really no reason to, because we're not English, and I have exactly zero English ancestry. Most of my ancestors were at war with the English, so we should be kind of celebrating this, I think, technically. Sure. Uh, But Mom loves it, and I don't understand why, because like how I complain in in this movie, nothing happens. Like, what do they do? That's just the question. Like, okay, you're the king now. What do you do? It's not like you're really going to invade anyone. I mean, that would be cool, but
2: I know they're taxing people, and providing no service for doing so. That's what they're doing. <laughs> hey, if yes. Walt, if Walt Disney was still alive, he would have made the Duke of Weaselton very Jewish. Yes, it would have. By the way, the Duke of Weaselton guys, do we, you might as well have a big neon sign saying he's the bad guy. He's going to be the bad guy. You know, they they were really dicks to him the whole time. Before he did anything,
3: they right. were calling his 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 his, his, uh, his uh dukedom the uh Weaseltown instead of Wesselton. I mean that's right. that's is that what you do with a foreign dignitary? You invite them in and you give them a humiliating nickname. Like, do you you go to like to a South American's summit and say, here's the president of you are gay.
2: It's really <laughs> watching the Duke of Weaselton dance with Anna is as awkward as an Amish kid trying to speak of onyx.
3: <laughs> But you think of a break. He's like two feet four.
2: It's hard to dance with anyone when you're that tall. And that's spindly. That's true. I must be brainwashed because my daughter watched this film ad nauseum, ad nauseum, ad nauseum. The first few songs, not that terrible kind of catchy give it dina menzel credit she belts that song out with the emotion even though the lyrics just don't mean they're about as nutritional value filled as peeps but she belts that song out with emotion she does and any man who has uh let it go on his phone lock him up without a lawyer because throw him <laughs> in the same hole every al-qaeda war criminal is in. because again eventual contestants on to catch a predator mark my words <laughs> like i said contestants like yeah, it's a show. Yeah, come on <laughs> down. Come on down to be a thirteen year old in a hot tub with dominoes in your hand. You low expectation piece of garbage, dominoes. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> uh, unless they sponsor the show, then we're very well ready and available for a sponsorship with them. By the way, once the people of Arendelle Arendale learned about Elsa's powers, why not make Elsa into their own Nike sweatshop and pop out ice blocks on her own out of her own fingers?
3: Yeah, she can put Kristoff and all of them completely out of business saying, you know right. what? Yeah. You know how you guys are making a living in this ice industry? Guess what? Ice cubes all
2: the Wh- time. One word. Monopoly. Ah, son. <laughs> at what point does Elsa? Uh, yeah. Well, at what point does Elsa channel Sub-Zero and rip the spine out of the spindly <laughs> Monopoly man? That, that, would, that
3: be cool. would be fun. And it would be an interesting character development. Who was running? I'm the- oh, sorry. I'm going to cut you off, Dan. Oh, no, it's just we, as I said, we didn't have a lot of character development. If she showed some actual rage against some of these people and ripping out someone's spine is a good way to show that you're unhappy with them. yeah, That would Kill feel like something.
2: And you're fierce as a ruler instead of just like, oh, come at me. with are pitchforks. So, <laughs> okay. yeah, if once you once you rip out someone's spine, no one's going to charge you with a pitchfork at that point. Yeah, no, no monkey yeah. business is afoot. Hey, who is running the kingdom when Elsa's gone? A major plot point. Guys, are they self-governing? I don't think so. There does, does not seem to be any kind of legis- legislative powers that are in place here to keep Annandale running.
1: And, and this goes back to my point earlier. Hans was supposed to be running the kingdom. He just showed up. Because he, he just showed up and they just <laughs> gave him the kingdom. He's like, when, when Anna left, he like, I'll run the kingdom because so I'm going to be her future husband. And then he left. So it made no
3: sense. I mean, there were 10 years between when the parents died and when she was crowned. Who was running the kingdom all this time? I, I I don't know. I mean, I'm not a monarchy expert, but I don't think when they had child monarchs, they said, Okay, here's the plan. We're gonna lock you up in rooms for 10 years, and then we're just not gonna do anything, and then you'll magically be the queen, and then everything will be run again. There was where's like the regency
2: that that was taking care of all this stuff? And what is she doing while locked away in that castle for 10 years? You can only make so many ice dicks and ice boobs and ice butts and make a slide. What are you doing for 10 years in there? Okay. Is this me or is this plot paper thin fellas? I think you both addressed that. I wrote that down. Delvin, I'm going to kind of take one of your ideas and take my own little direction with this. What makes Disney films great? Are their comic relief characters? Buzz Lightyear genie sebastian the crab bing bong frozone no one here in this film is funny i am not on this olaf bandwagon one bit at all Bas- no, i mean oh, go, sorry no no go they, ahead no good go ahead, go ahead. They,
3: i mean essentially oh olaf is a much darker character than they actually let on if they had made him really dark that would have been kind of fun yeah i mean she, I mean, much better than the than the ice powers was the ability to create life, which is far scarier than, you know, making some ice cubes in an ice castle and a sparkly dress set made out of ice, I guess. Uh, she created life in a snowman, and she made a suicidal snowman whose one dream is what will bring him death. Right. That's way darker than it is. Instead, we get this gormless
2: snowman. I can't wait to die. Yeah. He, it's worth, what's it, warmth is worth it, or something like that corny line he gave at the end when he was going to damn their kamikaze, whatever, who cares. Based on his movie characters and tweets, Josh Gad is someone I'd like to see walk into an open manhole. Yeah. He strikes me as one of these theater geeks who probably sings his his dialogue everywhere he goes, and that would be enough for me to want to like dog shit on his doorstep. Uh, He just seems like a very annoying person. Look, as I'm understanding the story, the sister just wants to be left alone, just like Ezra Miller wants to be left alone with (laughs) brainwashed women. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why was Anna left alone? What did she do? Nothing existed. (laughs) Yeah. You don't create (laughs) ice or anything, but just to be safe, we're going to lock you up, too. Yeah. We've now ascended at this point. I don't know what, what minute marker on that, but we've now ascended into annoying territory with the nonstop musical numbers. Guys, we don't need a song every eight and a half minutes. Can we please get some funny dialogue in there before someone starts singing next about frostbite? I mean, yeah. er, you, you called it best, Dan. It's like they're 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 singing about the goings on like just my myself a, just some oatmeal. You know. Yes, this is bad.
3: I think I didn't really think of it before now. But one thing this movie could with all the songs, the one they didn't really have was a good villain song. Right. It was just Han singing. I am the 13th son of a king. I'm really sad and depressed and pathetic. It's not really a great song because you look at some of the other Disney songs. There were great villain ones. You know, Jeremy Irons singing Be Prepared and and Lion King Jafar singing. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, the the judge singing about hellfire. Like hey, I'm, no one likes me. I'm just the thirteenth son. It's not a good song. It doesn't create any tension. So Anna has so ice we, in her he heart, the
1: villain, like till like yeah. two hours in the movie.
2: Nor did yeah. Anna has ice in her heart. Nor did he know he was the villain. <laughs> yeah, Anna has ice in her heart, and she's slowly dying. This is what probably happens if you raw dog it with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah we've turned like over a new leaf with disney when anna tries to force a kiss with hans usually the disney princes princes would kiss women who are passed out and make them wake from the dead with the promise of some good dick
1: Less like bill cosby right oh he kept, yes. <laughs> i
2: don't know if bill i don't think Bill's laying hammer here delvin I uh, yeah.
3: Hans was sending a powerful message like I will murder you, but I will not sexually harass you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm not going to cave in your your feminine demands. This film really slowed down the last third. I mean, the brakes got just slammed on hard, pretty weak plot twist with Hans just trying to get to the throne. They just throw the bad guy in jail and say, we're going to give an embargo and not do business with the other guy. Yeah. Try doing that in Putin's Russia. You'll be sipping a cyanide vodka in no time facts i've seen this movie a million times in different bits and pieces but i've never ever sat down in one continuous sitting people love this film and these people are usually 12 year old girls or younger and that's exactly who this film is for my daughter but adults who crown this atop the disney mountain i don't get it i will watch the hell out of toy story one two three incredibles one and two inside out coco soul Big Hero 6, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Zootopia. All those I'll rewatch the hell out of. Excellent. Before I rewatch this again, all those films have way better plots, way better main characters, and way better villains. The villains here are completely forgettable. Take the songs from the first half out of this, and this film is very rough. I had... This is embarrassing. I had so many questions. I'm asking my eight-year-old, like, what? What is? What's, what is that? Why? What? She's telling me what's going on. I go, I'm a 46-year-old man who watches movies for a podcast. <laughs> and I go, I don't, I'm missing this. And sometimes she knew the answer. Sometimes she goes, no, 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 and shrugged. <laughs> and that should not be the case for a beloved Disney film. And for this, I also give it a five out of ten. This film is carried by the songs. It sure is not the plot. It sure not the characters. If you're a girl, you have the dresses. I get that. My daughter has all the dresses. I get it. But boy, this story stunk on ice, pun intended. Critics, five star reviews. I felt like Frozen was a mixed bag. Not as bad as I feared it would be, but not as fun to watch as Tangled or as subversive as Brave. Mm. Huh. Frozen. They gave
3: it five stars and it wasn't as bad as they expected. That's a, That seems kind of a limited.
2: Yeah, it's a limit, it's a very left handed <laughs> yeah. compliment. Frozen is the best of Disney princess films since Beauty and the Beast. Hmm. Mm. I don't think so. Little the Mermaid was Disney after had, that.
3: Have they had a lot That's of that? That's what I
2: was trying to think. Princess
3: Little Mermaid. Little the, she... the,
2: the Princess and the before. Pea. Do you count that? I think you have to. Princess and the Frog. Princess of Frog, I meant to say, yeah. That's what I meant to say. That that I think that was better than this one. I don't remember that. I, I, I Oh that ever. oh that was cool. That had the uh the New Orleans what Jazz. Was the Louisiana stuff. Yeah, it had. Yeah, Little Mermaid Alone trumps this, so that's out. Yeah. There are laughs of plenty, memorable tunes, galore, and enough subversions of the old tropes to make frozen fresh. Where are the laughs, guys? I'm, no. i I watched Inside Out the other night with my daughter. Guess who's laughing? Me. Guess who's not watching watching Frozen? Me. That's the difference. <laughs> it is a seminal movie in the Disney canon for me. Then I'd love to see your list because your tastes are terrible. Cause all those other ones, films I listed are way better. Way better. Critics, one star reviews. Frozen in parts was entertaining and fine, fine, as I say. As a feature film, but not consistent enough to grab my attention for long periods of time. Right. While trying to please everyone, Disney speaks to the lowest common denominator instead of setting itself apart. Signed, the DreamWorks Board of Directors. (laughs) Born out of warring needs to play both things safe and be truly bold. So while it's never outright bland, it lacks staying power. Feels like you're watching either the first draft of a classic Disney animated musical or the 347th one. I think this one really stands out. I'm afraid a lot of people are going to be distracted on how pretty Frozen is and ignore its significant flaws. Bingo. That's a great point. Yeah. They're right. It is beautiful. I mean, they even to the point they this did not make the five fun facts, but I'll share it because I'm feeling magnanimous with my two with my two friends. They brought s- uh, snow into the studio for the Foley artists to mix the snow, so they had real snow, not just snow sound effects, but real snow to use while uh, you know having as background effects. So that That's kind cool. of attention to detail. With the they sent people to go walk in snow and play around in it. Just to get that right, but what didn't they get right? Plot, character development, and comic relief. You know, the holy trinity of what makes a good film most of the time. <laughs> Amazon five-star reviews. My three-year-old hasn't seen this movie in a long while and randomly wanted to watch this. Thankfully, I had my video, prime, and tablet available while we stayed the night at the Double Tree with nothing to watch that night, ha-ha. Otherwise, I'd be looking through cases of DVDs back home in search for this video. I love, by the way, Dan, how Amazon review sections now have become people diaries. <laughs> but I say, don't bury the lead. What kind of cookie did you get when you checked in at the Double Tree? That's what I want to know. I got a big chocolate chip cookie last time I was at the Double Tree. There's, they are warm and they are delicious.
3: It, it, it's weird. You you spend, you know, hundreds of dollars a night when you're somewhere.
2: But that cookie, that really improves your opinion of the whole hotel experience. I mean, that's a three quarter star upgrade, at least in my book. Frozen is a serious picture, but with, with cool sense of humor. The funny snowman, just hilarious. The dear Sven, some moments like when the sledge falls down and blows up like it was directed by Michael Bay. Smiley face emoji. All is here. Finally, I would like to thank the creators for such a wonderful animated movie, which I gladly add to my Blu-ray collection and which I can watch over and over. P.S. If they weren't sisters, it would be the greatest, quote unquote, lesbian animated film I've ever seen. Again, that that review took quite a turn there. Yes, it did. The
3: snowman was the funniest thing ever. And lesbians.
2: Like, oh, this is, oh OK. <laughs> this is the same creep who's on Reddit looking for uh, stills where Anna and Elsing are scissoring in front of Cinderella's castle while Jafar is beating off on the side. Next review. Vivid Color. I'm surprised that this. <laughs> meant... <laughs> I'm surprised this meant Amazon's like character minimum requirement for that review. Did a lot of people <laughs> say that review was helpful?
3: Like, oh, I was 18 I people found like it this helpful.
2: This. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wasn't going to like that if it was in black and white, but all those colors, I'm I'm all about the colors. (laughs) This is a long one, but it spoke. Okay, I hate this movie. Despite the fact I have frozen stuff strewn from one end of the house to the other, I have a two-year-old daughter. If you have a daughter under the age of 10, you probably own a copy. It's not particularly a good movie. Full of plot holes and the storyline is meh at best. All herp movies seem to have at least one dead parent in case it's both. Sisters grow apart. And the movie is a long and convoluted story of them getting back together. The thing that's crazy about this movie, Elsa gets all the play, but Anna is 100% the hero. She just doesn't wear the fancy dress. Two-year-olds apparently don't notice this. Let me tell you why this is a five-star movie. It puts my kid in a trance, especially the song, you know the one. (laughs) Don't judge my parenting. There are plenty of things I do well. Frozen is my go-to for parenting emergencies. It doesn't matter what's wrong. Anna and Elsa can fix anything that mommy can't. Okay, so I have a so I sorry. Okay. So I have one other major parenting fail. My daughter fell off a piece of furniture and broke her leg. <laughs> it was traumatic for everyone, especially the X rays and casting. Let it go was a lifesaver. I sang it to her and she calmed her down. By the time we were done, the techs were singing along. Driving in the car with two my two year old and husband used to be a nightmare. Once the toddler gets squeaky, my husband gets huffy. Anything over two hours, and I was like in with two toddlers. I put a DVD player in the back of the car, and with the help of Frozen, I couldn't possibly ask for smoother sailing. What I'm saying is, find a movie or song that calms your kid down and take it wherever you go. For us, it's Frozen. I have two copies, one for my emergencies and one for a backup in case my emergency copy gets lost or broken.
3: Is it a good sign if a movie has the same review as a bottle of nyquil would
0: right
2: yes you know what anna and elsa can't help her husband going out looking for strange pussy on the side that's what she can't help her with
1: facts i appreciate what she's like i'm a bad parent yeah because one i showed in this movie a lot the second part i let my my child's leg get broken yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know two- how far three. she fell off a chair to break her leg Does mom have her stacked on like eight chairs on top of a table? And then goes, Timber, you're durable. (laughs) Amazon, one-star reviews. Hands down, this is a beautifully animated film, but the story is very lacking. The characters were severely lacking, although I think Disney should have spent a few more years working on this film. I also liked how the main theme wasn't about falling in love and getting married, so props to that. There were too many plot holes. They never explained why Elsa had magic powers or why she was born with them. Damn it. I forgot to write that down. That's a monster point. point. They also never, sorry. They never explained the significance of the trolls. Also another great point. They never explained the significance of Hans being an ice maker. They never explained of who was in charge of the castle. Why the parents were away. There were too many unexplained questions. This makes it a bad movie because it's like making up something we forgot about the the trolls thing too that's why i said the doc- i had that joke about the doctor like let's go to a doctor not a bunch of gross beings in the middle of the desert Present trove or, or forest how or would
3: they even mean, i mean even if you were inclined to to go to mountain trolls to solve your medical issues how would you know specifically for this problem that's who you consult because they instantly knew that like oh magic ice powers right we'll we'll, we'll talk to the trolls about that and so, yeah, uh, but we won't we won't get any advice from them about what to do with it, is because we don't really care that much about our kids.
2: That's like those people who are in god awful uh, states who go to like these weird shitty doctors and then they end up on Dr. Pimple Pop Popper like, well, how long <laughs> have you had this for as they <laughs> cut up in a, 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 a fibroma cyst that oozes out enough like pudding for, that, that serves for Thanksgiving dinner for 10. It <laughs> was a long way to get to that joke. Next one. The plot was thin. If they actually followed the plot of The Snow Queen by Han Christians Anderson, it would have been a far better movie. There were also gaping holes in what little plot there was, which were seemingly filled with songs that went on too long. Missing information off the top of my head. I didn't pay that much attention because overall it's boring. Number one, what does Elsa do while she's locked in that room for years and years? Number two, what happens to Kristoff's family that he has to be raised by trolls in the form of rocks and develops a special relationship with his reindeer? Number three, who runs the kingdom while the older sister is locked away? Number four, if the sister is the blonde sister is so concerned about letting things go that she has to belt it out in song. Why just didn't she man up, return to the kingdom and take her rightful place as queen Hiding from your world in the palace, ice palace, is not letting it go. It's running away. Number five, while she's hiding in her ice palace all alone, what is she doing to eat? You can only survive so long on water in its various forms. Number six, on that note, her clothes become considerably skimpier. Why would you throw off your warm dress and cloak? If you light a fire, your house will melt. I don't understand how this is a, child, a children's movie. And has acquired so much popularity. Disney has really slipped. This movie requires an adult attention span and understanding of love and complications of human nature slash feelings. It's too advanced for children.
1: I don't agree with I, that part. Yeah. I
3: My, my, my thing is, when, when you look at the clothing issue, I think that the fact that she made clothing is really a lot weirder than the fact that it was skimpy. Like. Uh, this wasn't part of the power. Like we could make an ice castle, an ice monster fabric uh, that's, right. that doesn't really go along with everything. I mean, I don't know a lot about textile production,
2: but I don't think that's how any of that works. Next last one. Horror movie sounds like an emotional opera. Evil Disney out to get your daughters signed Roscoe P. Coltrane. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> and now to our final segment, who's funnier? chat gpt or kg i asked chat gpt to write jokes about frozen and this is what they came up with why did elsa go to the comedy club she wanted to break the ice with some laughter
1: boo get How that did, shit out of here <laughs> you
2: know delvin is a comic what they do in the black room is that you get the keys if you bomb they take your keys out and they jingle the keys <laughs> How did Elsa and Anna organize their kingdom? They put everything in frozen compartments. Heck! <laughs> Why did Olaf bring a dictionary to the library? He wanted to find out if it was cool or chilling. There are the keys. <laughs> what did Sven say to Kristoff when they were lost in the snow? I think reindeer trouble. It's actually kind of
1: cute. Not bad. No. Yeah. It why it did tried. Elsa? Be-
2: yeah, uh, yeah. Good participation trophy, Dan. Why, why did Elsa never become a baker? Because she al- sorry. because she always turned everything into ice cream instead.
1: God damn, that's terrible.
2: <laughs> ChatGPT slash Skynet zero kg seventeen. Delvin, I ask you, did Dan Zimborski gut the sacred cow? I think he did.
1: I think he did because you know.
2: You're the most lenient judge I've ever had on this fucking up on this show, Delvin. I just want to because it. we we
1: always agree that the movie's terrible every time we watch a no, movie. No,
2: we don't, Dan. Delvin tried taking on a little film called Jaws, and Look, that was different. Let's just say I that right. let say that Kinter Boy went out in a less vol- violent style than Delvin's argument did. Let's put it like that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I I do say as a prosecution, it's helpful when the defense doesn't like the client. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what happened.
2: I will agree. However, I will say that this film really—it already had its head in a noose, and all Dan had to do was take a broomstick and poke it in the butt just to kind of get off the edge. That's fair. It's not—it's not, it's not terrible, but it's not a classic. It's not—it's not, it's not di- on Disney's Mount Rushmore for great films for musicals, absolutely. But no, but I agree, Dan. You—you uh, you did get the sacred cow. That is going to do it for this week's edition of Gutting the Sacred Cow. Everybody, thanks a lot for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next time. Aviva Zen.